couple of notes from the sports world to start your day. An historic effort from Alyssa Thomas helped the Connecticut Sun stave off elimination again. Thomas had the first triple-double in WNBA Finals history, and the Sun beat the Las Vegas Aces 105-76 in Game 3 on Thursday night at Mohegan Sun Arena. Thomas finished with 16 points, 15 rebounds, and 11 assists for the Sun, who have now won all four of their elimination games in these playoffs. Game 4 is scheduled for Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. And the Tampa Bay Rays started an unprecedented nine Latin American players in their lineup Thursday on Roberto Clemente Day before going on to route the Toronto Blue Jays 11 to nothing. Clemente, the late Hall of Fame outfielder from Puerto Rico, was a two-time World Series winner and National League MVP who played 18 seasons with Pittsburgh. The Rays' nine starters represented five countries, Colombia, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, Mexico, and Venezuela. I'd say that was a nice way to start out Hispanic Heritage Month. Good morning. It's Friday, September 16th. This is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright filling in for Abe Madcor. Phoenix Suns Vice Chairman and Minority Owner Jam Najafi, the team's second largest stakeholder, called for Majority Owner Robert Sarver's resignation in an open letter to team employees released on Thursday night saying there should be zero tolerance for lewd, misogynistic, and racist conduct in any workplace. Sarver was banned from the NBA for one year and fined $10 million after the NBA earlier in the week released its findings from a 10-month independent investigation into allegations of workplace abuse during Sarver's tenure as managing partner of the Suns that has spanned nearly two decades. Najafi, who has been critical of Sarver since the allegations were first reported by ESPN back in November, is one of three vice chairmen for the Suns with several other minority investors also part of that ownership group. Amazon and Apple have both passed on the media rights to live golf, leaving the circuit with a dwindling number of options for media rights partner, according to sources. The two companies were approached by Live about potentially carrying its events on their streaming platforms, but neither expressed interest and talks never advanced to any serious negotiations. Amazon and Apple join a list of media platforms that have so far declined to carry the tour. Sources said that Liv also hasn't been able to strike a deal with networks including ESPN, CBS, NBC, and Fox. A Liv Golf executive said that it was too early to characterize anyone as being firmly in or out of the mix yet. The LA 28 Organizing Committee this week wrapped up three days of meetings in LA with the IOC's Coordination Commission and on Thursday provided a public update on the state of preparations for the games, reports our Chris Smith. Planning for the games remains on track, and LA28 Chair Casey Wasserman expressed confidence in LA28's commercial revenue strategy despite growing economic headwinds. We sit in a very strong position, said Wasserman, who highlighted existing partnerships with Delta, Salesforce, NBC, and Endeavors on location. This week's meetings, held almost exactly five years after the city was formally awarded the games, saw commission members visit planned Olympic facilities, including LA Live, the LA Coliseum, SoFi Stadium, Dignity Health Sports Park, and Bank of California Stadium. Thursday's event was at UCLA, which is the future home of the Athlete Village, and was attended by LA28 CEO Kathy Carter, Chief Business Officer Brian LaFamina, Chief External Affairs Officer Michelle Schwartz, and Board Member Anita DeFrance. F1 is working on a significant, yet-to-be-announced plan to increase driver diversity by a decade from now, and several initiatives are under consideration. That's according to Las Vegas Grand Prix CEO Renee Wilm, who spoke during the Axis Sports Facilities and Franchises and Ticketing Symposium in Nashville. 
Wilm, who holds a dual role with Liberty Media as its chief legal and administrative officer, noted Liberty is particularly focused on getting more women and people of color into the driver ranks on top of having more geographic diversity, such as a driver from the United States. Currently, Lewis Hamilton is the only black driver in F1, while there are no women drivers at the top level of the sport. Wilm said that one of the options being considered is hosting a karting event at the new mixed-use development it's building in Las Vegas. She did not reveal a timeline for when Liberty and F1 will announce the plan. Topgolf is entering into its first home video game console partnership, working with 2K Sports to put Topgolf into PGA Tour 2K23, reports our Jason Wilson. Topgolf is already on PC and mobile thanks to its World Golf Tour game. HB Studios, the 2K-owned developer of the PGA Tour 2K series, is crafting a new Topgolf mode, recreating the top contender game you'd find at one of its entertainment centers. The mode is up to four players, and you can play in private matches locally or online, or use online matchmaking to play with other people. You can also use your My Player from PGA Tour's 2K23's main mode. This is the first such partnership for Top Golf, directly working with 2K Sports in over a year's worth of conversations. The USGA and Peter Millar announced a multi-year partnership to make the luxury apparel company the official outfitter of the USGA and supporting partner of the U.S. Open Championship. Peter Millar will collaborate with the USGA on its retail and merchandise offerings. This includes outfitting the U.S. teams for the Walker Cup and Curtis Cup matches and the World Amateur Team Championships, as well as providing uniforms for the USGA Executive Committee, staff, committee members, and U.S. Open volunteers. Peter Millar has hired industry veteran Patrick Kiley as Vice President Strategic Partnerships and Corporate Sales to support the partnership and oversee day-to-day operations with the USGA team. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Friday. I hope everyone has a great day, an even better weekend, and we'll see you back here Monday morning.